0: The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com.
1: I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me.
4: Mistletoe and wine, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to number six of our twelve rambles of Christmas. Are those children singing in Christian
2: rhyme? <laughs>
4: <laughs> with logs on the
1: fire and gifts in the tree. Time to rejoice with the, the good, good that, that we see. see. Yeah. Okay. Jim, you know the
4: one. Nope. Don't know it. Silent night. It's mistletoe wine,
0: Cliff yeah. Richard. Yeah, I mm. try to avoid Cliff Richard to you. Uh, to, no, very much Cliff. And, uh, I, I, I,
2: there was an amazing piece of unintentional arrogance by Sir Cliff once. Where do you remember he released that song, which was <laughs> the Lord's Prayer? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, so the That's theme tune yeah. of Old Lang Syne. That's it. Dreadful. And he was asked about it, and he said, you know, like all of my genius ideas, it just happened to be the most simple.
0: <laughs> I hate go on, him. Go on, Cliff. I hate him. What about that Wimbledon thing he did? Uh, smug. <laughs> <laughs> Smug, unnecessary and annoying. I think that... Tennis is better than you, Cliff, I, even when there isn't any tennis He's, a, he's a British Elvis. I,
2: I think he should appear at the Hague for that Wimbledon thing.
0: <laughs> i well,
2: It's the worst thing ever.
4: Number 12 is the uh, investigation of Cliff... R- I mean... <laughs> Number six Number of six. the Twelve Ravels of Christmas is nothing to do with Cliff Richard, I can promise you. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, but it is to do with an individual.
1: Okay. It's the cult of Jose Mourinho, and I did say cult. And it is a cult. Yes. Yeah. yes. And he is a... Yeah. And we're all in it.
3: We're
2: all in it. If well, you don't like Jose Mourinho, do stick around, mm. because we might... Give both sides of the t- of the coin, <laughs> <laughs> but that's the point, isn't it? There mm. are lots of sides of the coin with Jose, and, and I think I, I think it maybe is a touch too early to officially declare this the business end of the countdown. Yeah. but it's up there, mm. and I think the reason it's up there in our in our in our ranking is because Jose Mourinho is the manager that probably sort of defines the ramble the rambles longevity or yeah, era or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I didn't want to be grandiose and called it the Ramble era, but you know what I mean? <laughs> More than any other manager. Yes. And he is absolutely looming large wherever you go in football whatever you discuss at any time, at any time both yeah. here and in the US when we did a radio show in the US everyone wanted to talk about him yeah, he was
0: yes. box office wasn't he the phones Completely would light up office. the moment we mentioned, we, we mentioned him and it was every time it was well, it we didn't mention him people wanted to ring in and talk to yeah, him yeah, about it's, all, all, talk about it. it's all people wanted all to Jose, talk about all Jose all the time he and
2: lights and those phone lines up like a pinball machine <laughs> <laughs> he is the
0: epitome of the modern manager isn't he the yeah. modern elite manager in, in how often he moves and how you know the type of profile of player that he wants and what he can do for a club Club. he's one of the most famous men in the world oh absolutely yeah.
4: you know because you know when you go to um certain parts of the world they may not know some hollywood film styles or whatever they know footballers but mourinho he's not a footballer and never never quite cut the mustard as a footballer so he makes up for that for yeah. that in in, the, well, in had, the dugout and in the press conference he, especially he was, the, he was
1: one of the first managers that i can remember that wave on was like he's never kicked a ball pretty much
2: yeah, him and Rodrigo Saki would be the mm. two. Sven, no, I think I don't know about Sven's playing career. Did he
0: play? Similar, yeah, I think yeah, he it, played, didn't he? Yeah, I, yeah, Only yeah. Uh, very low I mean, level, similar. to Mourinho. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I th- Mourinho, I think, played in the second division in Portugal, didn't he? But, uh, not but he, he played for Rio Ave, I think, but not in any uh, but in, real. In his mid twenties, he realised it's, yeah, yeah. it's a coaching career. But,
2: but I think because what tends to happen is people will put him in the same. I guess as part of the earlier part of his of his era in England, people would bracket him up with Ferguson and Wenger and say they didn't have. Careers. Well, Wenger won the league with Strasbourg, and yeah. Ferguson had a good goal-scoring season with Rangers, and managed and played a, a lot of different places. Mm. But Ferguson was a legitimate good professional mm. forward, yeah. yeah. And yeah. Wenger's a league title-winning player, yeah. So I mean, it's slightly different. It's slightly different. He speaks Japanese, but what? So so I I I watched back a documentary. Probably would have been made a year after Mourinho. Did, because when he won the, the the league title with Chelsea in oh four oh five, mm. I think the, the documentary was made just after that, and it was with Gary Lineker, and it was called the special one, and oh, it's yeah. absolutely fascinating to see. It's on YouTube. Fascinating to see how, um, and I'm sure you're going to come on to to, to to how he sort of burst onto the scene in England, but how differently he is perceived now mm. to what he was then. Right. Is, is, it's night and day. It's well, well, absolutely unbelievable.
1: Well, they used to talk a lot about his preparation and his dossiers he used to yeah, make before yeah, every yeah. match. Yeah. Nobody talks about that now, if indeed he still does yeah, that. Well,
0: I think that's because his influence is such that everybody does that now. Yeah. What, yes, in a Wenger type thing that? with
2: the nutrition and the forward thinking tactics. Yeah, contact, think yeah so. okay, right. But, but the, and perhaps, they're not having
0: drunk
4: players. Yeah. <laughs> well, <Yeah>. Perhaps <laughs> you're saying this because this is all pre-applying um, for the Barcelona job.
2: Right, okay. and right. that
4: is the crucial moment mm. in the career of Jose Mourinho mm. because you're right Luke beforehand when he was Bobby Robson's translator but to call him just a translator is
0: yeah I mean that, that, that's one of the big anomalies isn't it I think that probably factors into his frustration here because um, from what I've read about that Bobby Robson obviously was a very very astute manager and uh, attacking play with his mm. stuff so he would, he would almost hand over the, the defensive organisation of that Barcelona team to Jose Mourinho yep.
2: I've got a Robson quote here about um, his first encounter with, with Jose <clears throat> Mourinho one of his first encounters he says he'd come back and hand me a dossier that was absolutely first class I mean first class talking about tactic other teams scouting Mm. and stuff he Mm -hmm. said um, as good as anything I've ever received here he was in his early 30s never been a player never been a coach to speak of either giving me reports as good as anything I'd ever received before
4: I mean that's incredible And, 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 and on the on the same lines And his as name was Carl Cott. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um after Bobby Robson it was it was Louis van Gaal who who came in at Barcelona around that time certainly. And on Bobby Robson's recommendation Van Hal took Mourinho on as a sort of a third assistant. Mm. And a, and a wonderful quote from Van Hal said um that he found Jose Mourinho to be an arrogant young man, Van Hull calling someone else arrogant, (laughs) um, who didn't respect authority that much. But I did like that of him. He was not submissive, used to contradict me when he thought I was in the wrong. Finally, uh, when I wanted to hear what he had to say... I ended up listening to him more than the rest of my assistants. He he that is say, high praise. He very Brent much Hall. reminded me
2: of myself.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, the, but,
2: but Mourinho's, um, the first time, I don't know if you guys would, would share this, the first time Mourinho came into the consciousness of English football fans, I think more broadly, would have been this 2004 season when with his Porto team. Yes. He knocked Man United out of the Champions League and then went on to win it.
4: Well, he did manage Porto when they beat Celtic.
2: Okay, yeah in, yeah, in the would have been still I, the away from half to year, mate. That wasn't quite as big in the consciousness.
4: No, but it's people might have yeah, heard it I because mean, was, the way his team behaved in that final.
2: Yeah, hmm. true. It was part of a treble too. Yeah, but I'm not. Yeah. To, I'm not talking. Uh, not this not is, his first this is, this is, this is, treble. This, this not is, his last one. This is not a profile of a Jose Mourinho. No, no, no. But, but, but I'm, I'm, what I'm trying to get. Yeah, at you've is, got to lay the foundations. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not leveling things that he has or hasn't achieved. I'm just saying him entering our country okay, yeah, as the man way. he is, he, 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 he wasn't known as a manager for that. Running down the touchline at Old Trafford. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And,
0: it was, it was, and then winning the Champions League. Because, was, yeah, with yeah, Porto. Because yeah. that, that was like, okay, this guy, this is a household name now. And mm.
2: I also remember, I don't know if you guys remember this, but I also remember him, I think, and I'm going to cop a bit of flack here, this is wrong. I think I remember him being quite close to going to Liverpool.
3: Yeah, and they went rumors. for
2: Benitez instead. Right, and yeah. he was, I think it was Liverpool or Chelsea. And I think at one point he was he was looking more likely to go to Liverpool. Well, that's the and funny he thing. had a meeting with Abramovich, I think, and that and mm. that changed
0: it for.
1: That him. would have been a really interesting fit because no one is bigger than Liverpool. Exactly, yeah. but I, I Chelsea that... were a bit of a you know. Exactly. A, well, they were, they were the Nouveau Rich, weren't they? Yeah. What was
0: interesting at the time is do you remember Abramovich was seemingly very publicly weighing up whether he wanted Mourinho or Deschamps. Um, right. because they were the you know, new kids on the block with all this money and they were, they were like alright we'll just get the manager that wins the Champions League this year could you imagine imagine if they are gone for <laughs> but
2: don't you think that um, as Pete just mentions there that's a wonderful sliding doors moment that I don't know how serious the approach was, how close he came. I have no insight into that, but it was mentioned. And Imagine if he had gone there. It would have been an amazing sliding doors moment.
4: Well, the fact is they went for Benitez, you know, is interesting.
2: And he, did, you know, he did well for them. <clears> and
4: yeah. does, but does Mourinho kind of look at that and go, I'd have done better? Jonathan Wilson, Yes, he definitely John, does. Jonathan, <laughs> Jonathan Wilson's written very eloquently about Mourinho over the years and sums it up very nicely by saying Mourinho's career seems to be one long revenge plot. Yes. Yeah <laughs> and it comes from that that moment with Barcelona since 2007 Mourinho has managed into Real Madrid, Chelsea again uh, and now Manchester United very impressive CV of course he's got, he's come a hell of a long way i think mm. that is something we can all um agree many many moments in the last 10 years uh, of course uh, but uh, Jonathan Wilson really does highlight that um, that the revenge plot can, can be traced back to the time when Mourinho and Guardiola both applied for the Barcelona job after Frank Reichard. Mourinho was deemed not one of them, even though mm-hmm. his CV was, was far more yeah. impressive. And than, he'd worked there. Yeah, uh, and he'd worked there, exactly. Mm-hmm. Now, Guardiola had more recently worked there, but you're right, Jim. He
1: felt like this is...
2: Uh, I'm uh, not uh, one of the boys, yeah. yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but, he but felt, I thought I was. Yeah,
1: exactly, exactly. <laughs> Um, well, he, but he would be, he would be the one who liaised with Pep Guardiola and Pep would be looking after the um the Catalan kind of contingent inside Barcelona when right. he was a player, so that fantastic mm. sort of dynamic and it that did, narrative's uh, just got kind of carried on yeah ab- absolutely right how,
2: how do you think though the way Jonathan wilson says that yes um how, how do you think so do you would you argue then that that in completely informs Everything about the way Mourinho conducts himself and acts and, and behaves. Because he is quite um,
4: well, that's what Jonathan says. I mean, what I'm argues. interested
2: in in the in, in the um in the development of his character because just to go back to that, that documentary again, mm-hmm. there's one bit in it. I mean, he's like the golden boy of English football. Mm. Don't forget oh, that completely, he's an yeah. absolute villain half the time now, but he, he was the golden boy. There. And we wanted him as England manager. Yeah. There was one point in that documentary where um he's obviously won the league, he's he's younger, he's more handsome, all the rest of it. And uh, he, he, they show footage of a press conference, and he says a couple of things. And at the end, he says, um, "Oh, and of course, you know, I know the British press don't really like me very much." As like a half, like, as, mm. as a joke, and you hear grown adult journalists saying, "No, we do, Jose, we do, we yeah. do."
1: Yeah, and they were, they
2: were desperate for, and, for his approval. And, and
1: that's what changed, I think, for me—that uh, his effect on the press and the way we report managers, the managers we sort of like. I think, uh, completely changed with him. Cause he was just one of the, to be honest, his, his personality almost overtook the fact that Chelsea spent so much money like yeah. they spent a ridiculous amount he was of like money. a lightning he he it, was, but, 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 but he, was but the he the managed to yeah but he managed to kind of like he's uh, always you know, spent money where he's gone yeah exactly yeah. and that's an important point to make and, and, what, that's, and that's never been the story really it's uh, always been it's Jose Mourinho it's Jose Mourinho yeah. is being he's, being oh, he's Jose just Marino. being himself yeah. and what yeah.
0: I think is fascinating about that and actually his background as a translator makes all the sense in the world because I don't think he was even hired as a translator he was just sort of known as that wasn't he that was a big part of what his role there but it wasn't just that. Is his use of language is absolutely devastating when he took it over at inter he did his first um press conference all in italian yeah. claimed he he learned it in three <laughs> weeks which was probably nonsense and Mourinho sort of cult building um but he can you know he plays managers off against each other all the time oh, all, yeah. all the mind game stuff we talk about you know like he can do that in five different languages and we, we kind of overlook what a difficult thing it is to, to you know get inside a person's head and psychologically affect them you know like Mick McCarthy can't do that. <laughs> no. I mean, Jose Mourinho can play play the press in a way that will affect will affect actions on the pitch, well, he, he is which like, is staggering. He's like some sort of shadowy figure from a Bond but, but, film, where you think he sort of he helped
2: Bond there,
4: but now he's he's doing so, You know, you don't know yeah. where, what he's
2: going to do. He, he's, he's taken from Ferguson. Um, the, the idea, as we've talked about before, the press conference before and the press conference after is a part of the game. Mm, yeah. So he, he, he can't win the game on the pitch, but he can win those aspects of the He sees the team. press conference as an extension of the match. But, but why do you think, knowing that we've covered it, Mourinho for, for, for years and years, why do you think that he inspires such, um, as you said earlier, his box office, why does he inspire such attention beyond the, the fact because Carlo Ancelotti doesn't inspire it, and Carlo Ancelotti's won personality as much type. and more. Yes.
0: Ancelotti's not looking for it. But I it, think that's it, a key thing. He a, needs
2: this. But why a, isn't he just not ignored?
4: Well, because he's a John McEnroe type, mm. in the sense that he, he, he shoots his mouth off sometimes. He's very, very charismatic. Mm. He's, he's likeable at
0: times. Uh, but he wins. He's also not he's, ignored because he, he creates um, situations that demand a response. But he's also one of the best so managers in the press. And, and, he's one of and the best d- managers in modern times. His oh, yeah. CV this, is
1: very impressive. He's the difference cabinet. between Jose and Ancelotti is that Ancelotti um, it's not part of his game to play the press but Jose Mourinho it very much is. that mm. siege mentality that he gets off yes. on that he really, really uses to his advantage. Um, nine out of ten times works for him. Yeah, and, and also his sarcasm as well is a big part of his interview technique.
2: Um,
4: I mean, we, let's
1: not forget the guy's a massive prick. You <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a lot so, of, you know, a lot of players
2: disagree with you. A yeah. lot of players absolutely love him. though. Oh, the loyalty he inspires in his players would absolutely be what I would determine. L- pl- with the, the okay, press, look, I when, was going to say it would be clough S. Yeah, yeah totally. But
1: when, but when, the when the he girls... left Inter and people were in tears, like well, Matarazzi, Matarazzi was was incredible. But with with his
4: his press stuff, when Chelsea had won the league, I think Guardiola was still at Bayern at the time. Mourinho started saying, "Well, maybe I'll go to a country where the kit man can be the coach and win the title. Maybe I need to be smarter, but I still I still enjoy these these difficulties. And it's the sort of the fake." Um, deprecation of mm. his own character mm. and his own achievements and all that kind of stuff.
0: But it's it's always veiled as a dig at someone. Well, else. It's, it's these pepperings of, of insults at other managers. Like he's, sometimes he digs at Arsene Wenger for no reason, like, <laughs> quite quite famously. He does it to Guardiola as well. And like in, you know, times where it has nothing to do with with those other managers, but it's just keeping them on edge, isn't it? Yeah. It's maintaining that hold over them. He
4: I, makes it all about himself, and and and, and even when. Sometimes when his team plays, he goes out to prove a point. I mean, look at the, the whole parking the bus. We now say parking the bus because it's in reference to when they went to Liverpool and spoiled the party. Mm. He, you know, th- And that season, he was going on about saying that uh, Chelsea were a little horse or mm.
2: something. They're two bigger horses or something like did, that. Did, didn't parking the bus come from him accusing other teams of doing it oh, did, to right. start with? Yeah. And then obviously he was... Clearly doing it as well. But he,
4: he doesn't care. Like, no. he didn't, he, he wouldn't. Some managers would abhor that. They would find it embarrassing that he put sort of nine men inside his own box against Liverpool. Yeah. He doesn't give a damn because they won. Mm. And I think that's it. That's the whole kind of anti-Barcelona... The
2: end justifies the means. Yeah, but yeah. it's the
4: whole anti-Barcelona thing. Barcelona's trying to go out and entertain people as, as Jonathan Wilson writes about. Pep Guardiola we saw... Um, this season uh, so far, saying, "Oh, we just want to entertain people and so on." Mourinho, he's almost like, "No, I am sick and tired of that. You've got to win, and I'll bloody well show you." And that's why he's kind of fraught because he's almost trying to say, "Why do people not talk about my teams as playing the right way? Because we go out there and win." He's a great practice.
2: Here's a question for you, then, Marcus. Mm. If you look in varying in varying degrees, he's been a manager for um, for a long time now. I think he's won his first league title in 2003 or something. He's always won in varying degrees wherever, wherever he's been. So obviously Porto, Chelsea, Inter, Real Madrid. I mean, even at Real Madrid, he won the cup and the, and the league. Um, what happens when he stops winning? What happens when he doesn't win? Well, absolutely. What happens at the end of this season when he probably doesn't win the Premier League? Mm-hmm. And his third season is next season. He's never. He's fifty-four, I think. He's never been at a club longer than mm. three years. If he goes this season, it's a big if. But if he goes this season and next season um, without winning the league, yeah. What then happens? Are we entering a new era of Mourinho now where he's almost, as I said before, Mourinho the excuse maker?
4: Quite possibly. We're going to talk more about Mourinho and perhaps a bit more about that after this.
3: Life is full of awesome what ifs
0: and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides
3: Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com
4: My players deserve it. Uh, Chelsea fans deserve it. I want to say it again. Referees are afraid to
5: give... Candy canes. <laughs> it's true. Fitting. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I
4: remember when he said that. It's, about good the candy have, canes. it's good to
5: have a
2: genuine quote from the man himself in the yeah. middle of this episode. I think. Completely <laughs> back. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, of course, have chosen our 12 that we're counting down. Number six is the cult of Jose Mourinho. He could hardly be left out, could he? But we'd love to hear um, from you as well. Get in touch with your favourite moments since 2007 and on Christmas Eve... Well, you probably know by now if you listen to all of them. We're going to choose our favourite one, which will win a 55 inch 4K HD TV from our friends at Toshiba. In addition to that, Uh, We'll also record your suggested moment in the new year. Toshiba offers you the chance to watch every football match in 4K picture clarity. Thanks to the TV's pinpoint sharp resolution, no detail, no flick or kick of the ball will ever be missed. Enjoy 24-7 access to a whole world of online content, including catch-up TV and on-demand services such as Netflix. You can also access last week's shows on demand with Freeview Play. And for an authentic audio experience, it also comes with a... Sub-woofer, Subwoofer to project that bass sound. Oh. Yeah. Don't just hear, but feel the roar of the crowd. So, for your chance to win, email in with your favourite moment or your suggestion from 2007 onwards to show at thefootballramble.com dot Pete,
1: feel the roar of that Sunderland fans' bot bot. Oh yeah, oh, a late yeah. entry, <laughs> a late <laughs> entry, quite
2: literally. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's a subwoofer for anything. I'm not sure
2: we can stretch to 25 minutes on that. Yeah, it's
4: more of an exit than entry. Having said
2: that, we've already done double that on the show already. (laughs) Uh
4: Back to Mourinho. Um, You are right to to ask that question, Luke, because the question before
2: the break, Marcus. That's right. Yeah, people probably have forgotten about now. I'm not doing it again. No, rewind it. Uh
4: (laughs) You asked me uh, what was my favourite outfit that Jose Mourinho wore. (laughs) (laughs) Uh That's right. But Mourinho, he did have seemingly a bit of magic. In his sort of tactical methods mm. and so on, I love that time when Chelsea played Barcelona, and he sat back quite arrogantly and said, "Well, this would be the Barcelona starting lineup." Named it, and he, and he was spot on a day yeah. before the game. When Inter went into. I did actually to, really
2: enjoy that. It was know, great, yeah. but
4: but Inter went into it. He's. I mean, won the treble with Inter. I mean, we could we could do a whole. You know, one of these on that alone, but um, he said when Inter played Chelsea for Bridge uh, before the game, Bridge I, <laughs> hey, ga- oh, hey, I still had that sort
1: of fashion. I did, I did not hit her. There,
2: there, there are many radio shows where that would have gone uncommented on.
1: Yeah. <laughs> this is not one of those ah. radio shows. You're tearing me apart, Lisa.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Mother, is that you? Get towards the bridge. I'll meet you at the bridge. bridge. <laughs> yeah, take good. it
4: to the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear, what have I done? Um,
0: uh, he said, before the game, I usually get what I want at Stamford Bridge. Yeah. And yeah. they won the game. Oh, He's yeah. so clever with things like that. I mean, a, a great example again is, uh, I think that's him sort of just um, using his own aura, isn't it? To sort but, of instill fear in, in the do But I think
4: there's more than that. I think he's that confident tactically. It goes back to what uh, we were talking about when he used to give dossiers of information to, to, to Bobby Robson and all. And it's a bit of a shame with Marina, because recently it is all about the off-field stuff, which is perhaps... Maybe evidence that he's ma- possibly losing his magic because he's now reaching for the kind of I don't know I suppose for want of a better term dirtier tricks well and if, so if,
1: if you look at um, I, th- I think he's a victim of, all su- of his own success yeah, I, obviously I no that. manager can k- keep up that level of performance mm-hmm. uh, at different clubs I think if Alex Fergus had moved around yeah. uh, just yeah. as much as Jose Mourinho I think he'd have had trouble as well but I think the way um, he treated the Eva Caniero stuff I think yeah, yeah, yeah he, a good example I think the way he treats uh, Luke Shaw this season yep. I think um, he's <laughs> Luke Moore the <laughs> <Why> <laughs>
2: Me as well, please. yeah. No, no. <laughs> it's terrible. I, think,
1: I think he's uh, he can be shown to be quite a callous and uh, I think individual. he's ruthless. I think he's
2: ruthless. No, I don't think I would defend any of those examples actually because mm. I didn't agree with them at the time. And Apart I Moore one. yeah, the Luke more one's absolutely fair. Um, <laughs> I'll take that one on the chin. Um, but he's ruthless and and, mm. and, and and it's not an excuse to say oh, he's a winner, so that thing's happening. You should treat people with respect, you should be you should be um, respectful whenever you can, but. Whatever Mourinho, he's just a walking charisma machine. What, yes. Whatever he does, right or wrong, it will be commented on um, over and over again. And, mm. and and you know, at the time of re- we're recording this, just before Christmas, we were in the, in the aftermath of this tunnel bust up between Man United and Man City. Mm. Uh, Man United, you know, d- d- lost lost that game. Of course, I, I saw people on Twitter, the journalists, saying everyone who s- complains that all we're doing is talking about Mourinho's role in this tunnel bust up needs to understand that the three or four articles or whatever it was we published on that have been the most read articles Mm -hmm. this year about football Mm. by a mile. An absolute mile. People care more about that than they do about the game and the numbers bear that out. So whatever he does, he, he, he knows he's got it rightly Mm. or wrongly and to be fair to him he can take the pressure I mean he invites it on himself constantly Mm. he's got the press rightly or wrongly wrapped around his finger even if they criticise him he still wins because it it deflects away from the big story he doesn't want you to read about
0: I'm not so Mm. personally invested in Jose Mourinho that I want to read about everything he does but I do read about everything he does (laughs) because I want to stay informed with what's current in the news and he makes himself that
4: yeah, it's that, true. It's an excellent trompesque. Uh, yeah, think, very much so. Going back to imagine if
2: Jose was on Twitter. Oh, He's not on Twitter, is he? I
4: don't think no, so. No. No, We'd know about it if he was. But yeah. Mourinho, that, that charismatic personality of his, that goes with his tactics. When he was at Inter, to talk about that just a little more, he managed to get the likes of Samuel Etu and uh, and Pandev to play in a front three with with, uh, with Milito and um, Diego Milito, sorry, uh, up front. He basically got Eto to do Milito's doggies. Yeah. Got, yeah, yeah. this is Samuel Etu who won the treble with, with, won a treble with Barcelona certainly
2: one of the most decorated African
3: like,
4: players. he, all he, time, he yeah. manages to persuade him to play on a wing a functional almost like defensive winger mm. and Etu's happy to do it he's loving it that is it's incredible he and inspiro- not just Etu
2: but there's other examples he inspires there. amazing loyalty in his players yeah. Jonathan Wilson again to, 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 to quote someone far more learned than I about it he, said, mm. he told us didn't he it might have been on the continent or somewhere else he said the season that Aiden Hazard's form dropped off a cliff where the season that Mourinho eventually got fired. Mm. At the end of the season, <clears throat> apparently Hazard was texting Mourinho, apologising, saying, I'm sorry I couldn't live up to your standard and all the rest of it. Even though the public perception was that Mourinho had just essentially down tools. Yeah. And it had all gone like, you know, it's all like that scene in the Apocalypse Now where everything's <laughs> on fire. Like,. <laughs> Hazard viewed that as <laughs> his own fault that he couldn't live up to Mourinho's standards and I find that absolutely fascinating yeah, and, yeah. and yeah. The, one, the abuse of father the though, one thing I, yeah. like, <laughs> <you know laughs> what, the one, one thing I would, I would say he's different to Trump and you used the Trump analogy like, as a joke I know is he's far more measured and, and better bigger. looking oh definitely yeah but he's yeah. far more measured I think, I, think he, I think he I think he Holds a level of control over everything he does, even more than
0: we realise. Yeah, well, I mean, if you big look time. at the, the timeline of that, after he was sacked from Chelsea, they were they were hovering above the relegation zone, and he just walks into the Man United job, walks into the biggest football. <laughs> well, job I, in the I country. think, that he lives in that tension, doesn't he? So when when he came, when I he mean, came, the, the, the uh, Lily had had Oliver guild
4: pulled off it, now, <laughs> yeah, fair yeah, on that. Yeah. Job. He lives in that tension, and now that tension worked uh, for for the most part at Chelsea in the first spell and then in the second spell worked to Inter as well because as you said earlier Pete when he left Matarazzi was crying I mean to to, to to win that Inter to win that Champions League with Inter you know and when they beat Barcelona as well with that mm. celebration running on the pitch it was such an amazing achievement but to live in that tension of trying to G the players up in a certain way Frank Lampard I think said recently that he would he would try and goad you into becoming a better player now that's sort of sink or swim stuff for a lot of players some players Will not like that. Mm. They want a they want a more gentle approach or a more loving approach. And Mourinho, he can do this more sort of loving approach, if for want of a better term. But but he can also be quite brutal, as, as Luke says. Now the problem is when that tension breaks, it breaks.
2: Oh, he's he's admitted as well, though. and it's he, usually he, in the third season. Yeah, he's admitted as well that he can only work with certain types of personality. Like he, he finds it very hard to yeah. get his ideas across and to empathise with the younger generation coming through now and he used that in the context of Marcus Rashford he said Rashford is like an old player mm. he's like an yeah. old school type player his attitude his focus uh-huh. is completely different you can than tell most that in, in interviews and that's and why stuff. he trusts him right. Mourinho only works with players he trusts mm. and yeah. that manifests itself usually with more experienced type players being used more often than younger but sometimes
4: players. with those experienced players he can come in and go right you think you're the big boy around here Mr Casillas you're mm. off
0: yeah, oh, oh, the other side of that is um, Mr Ibrahimovic, you're the greatest player that's ever lived because yes, that's what yes. he needs That's a good. That, and yeah. you, I mean, on paper, you wouldn't think those two people would get on, but they love each other
2: Yeah, so, that, that's, a, that's an excellent point So, because so, we, we're sort of coming to, towards the end of this what, what, do, what do you what era of Mourinho do you think we're moving into now? Because I think it's really interesting to push up on that point about what happens he's a big, arguably the biggest club in the world certainly the second biggest club in the world if he doesn't, I know he's won the Europa League but they need Premier League titles. He's been tasked with bringing the Premier League title back to Old Trafford after their problems after Ferguson left. What era of Mourinho are we moving into now? Is it Mourinho the excuse maker? Mourinho the sort of, not not joke figure, because he'll never be that, but he's certainly more of a joke figure now. He's more the people love to hate now than he was then. Mm-hmm. And there's that classic quote in, in The Thick of It of Malcolm Tucker where Steve Fleming says to him, you've gone from the man people love to hate to the man people just hate. Yeah. Is Mourinho in
0: danger of going into that road now, do you mm. think? Well, there's a danger with the behaviour that it becomes almost like a parody. Of, and there's of nothing to justify because he's not yeah. in the tribes as well. Yeah. Well, I think, I think with Mourinho, now at Manchester United,
4: they are slightly more similar to, say, Real Madrid than they would be more similar to Inter or Chelsea, I would argue. Real Madrid, obviously, are <laughs> just on a different level to most other clubs for, for many reasons. Now, Mourinho could create that siege mentality at Chelsea. They were happy to go with him on that. They wanted him back, and, they, and he did go back there. Mm. Inter, they would have him back as well. With Real Madrid, again, trying to make it all about him. Real Madrid is not all about Jose Mourinho. Real Madrid is all about Real Madrid, if you know what I mean. As is Man United. Exactly. Uh, Not as not as sort of uh, fiercely as as Real Madrid, but. but
1: Yes, but I, I sort of said that like Real Madrid and Inter uh, Milan and and uh, and definitely Chelsea they were never teams that dominated for like you know 20 years Manchester United oh, Real Madrid, Madrid. No, no, but between them and Barcelona but in the last 5 years Barcelona yeah, but, 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 have but, 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 them no but this is my close. point
4: Peter Real Madrid think they do right. when Barcelona win the title Real Madrid think that's a blip well that's yeah that's yeah, just okay, ridiculous right. and that's the point is when when he tried to do his Mourinhoism or his Mourinho show at Real Madrid mm. but I, still, I
2: still think there's merit in what Pete says because Real Madrid haven't dominated La Liga the same way United have dominated the Premier League mm. in that particular well, okay, window okay. in that window alright
4: fair enough so that, yeah
2: okay um, so
4: I've I got your back. Just, just, just... sit... you back mate thanks Lou no, yeah, no, right. <laughs> thank right. you
2: very much Lou that's alright
4: well when <laughs> Mourinho won the league uh, for the first time, for, for with Real Madrid, for the first time in four years, they did it with a record points tally, with a record uh, amount of goals scored, a record amount of away wins. This was the Pep Guardiola's Barcelona they managed to to, to,
2: uh, to, to dethrone. Yeah, but the point is, you're not answering my question, I want you to answer it. Okay, I'm getting so, there so, in a roundabout. So, way. so, my point is, to put it another way, he's always had something to hang his hat on. Yes. So, he can say that to you. Yeah. The points total, the goals scored. We won the league at Real Madrid, we uh-huh. broke Barcelona's head... You know, Monopoly on it mm-hmm. At Chelsea We did this We did that At Intel Won the treble mm-hmm. What I'm trying to get To the bottom of Is at some point He's either going to retire yeah. Or go into international management well, that's... A difficult... Or or he's going to He's going to go down in flames And I want to know What you think Well it could it
4: go either way There's one club still left That would, would that, that would be a good fit would be PSG So that, yeah. that so he's still got that one to go <laughs> and He probably will go there Thinking about and, it And it'll yeah. be very interesting I mean lest we forget In his first season At Manchester United He did win a treble yeah, okay. And that was a part of the narrative as well. Like, <laughs>
2: the, 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 the difference between <laughs> a treble and the treble is sizable yeah. in football, isn't it? Yeah. It's is mad. But it's
1: mad though, isn't it? The, the, this is the first job really he's, that he's gone into that where he's not won the big prize. So there you it? go so though, like, Pete. The answer might well be that
2: he'll just say, well, I won the Europa League. I think you're right. I've got back um, in the Champions League. Yeah, That's absolutely.
0: what I I think you're right with... Um, International management being a thing I think at one point he's going to run out of places to go to and if PSG isn't an option after Man United and I think we all assume he won't be there for the, to create the legacy he says he wants to That's what I he think, wants to do Yeah, but he says that I don't, I don't know if we'll, we'll see that I think he'll go into international management and he'll use that as a break to then come back refreshed into club football but, I, mean,
1: reckon, that, that's, I reckon he'll dick around on a couple of different international jobs and then he'll take the England job <laughs> Well, well, one,
4: thing, England, yeah. one thing that Mourinho loves is to be loved. He wants yeah. to be loved but he wants it too much and it's almost, it's almost like he's going around and going do you love me? Why don't you love me? You mm. should love me. Oh, you're, you don't have enough to love me sort of thing and it's, it's tiresome for a lot you of people. You don't have the character. It's, it's, you don't have the characters to love someone like me. It's tiresome. Now when England, it was a number of years ago when England uh, became managerless again um, and, and Mourinho... Uh, was being linked Mourinho it was one of the few times I can remember Mourinho actually being quite flattered and humbled mm. and he was a bit like oh yeah well maybe and, and he thought my goodness these people love me and he loves nothing more because as, uh, uh, you know, as we spoke about with Barcelona he felt rejected there he's therefore trying to find people who go you're our man and uh, and he's not quite found that, really. Again, at Inter, but he, he didn't like Italy. the Italian press in general, he said, I like Inter, but I don't like the rest of you sort of thing. And that was <laughs> the end of that. But with regards to going back to, to Manchester United, it will be a very interesting one. He wants to create a legacy. He wants to... It's the one thing in his crew he doesn't have. He wants to have a bit of longevity, where he can say, I was at that club for you know six or seven years, maybe, which is a long time in modern football. And I turned Maron Fellaini into a
1: footballer. Exactly. Like
4: that. <laughs> but in that, that style of management he had, in that, in that tension... Is it possible? I'm not sure it is, you know, but we will have to wait and see. Um, one and thing's
2: for sure his, 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 his shadow has always loomed large mm. over the world of football in the last 10 yeah. years. No but the question.
4: fact is, though, that he's in the, not just the same league, the same city as Pep Guardiola, his foe. And Pep Guardiola is getting the better of him this season. So and, it will be fascinating how Mourinho tries to outdo him this time.
2: And Guardiola is probably the only one who would push Mourinho close as a manager who's defined this era. Very yeah, much so. Both on and off the pit.
4: Absolutely right, gentlemen. Absolutely right. We leave it there. Thank you very much for listening to number six of our 12 Rambles of Christmas. A daily countdown of what we see as the 12 defining topics in football since we began the Football Ramble in 2007. I mean, there was so much of Mourinho there we could have talked. There's lots of his career. You just can't simply cover. No, you know? exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's why be. he's
2: in there. But do get in touch with your uh, suggestions of your favourite moment from 2007 onwards. Show at thefootballramble.com. Try and get through that peak filter. Win yeah, that try. competition. Win that Toshiba TV. And the chance to have your show recorded. Uh, and we'll see you again tomorrow. Lovely. Say goodbye, Jimmy. Goodbye. Say bye, BT. Bye. Bye, Lukey. Goodbye.
1: Bye for me. It's Christmas!
3: <laughs> <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer.